You are about to listen to Orchid Grove. Orchid Grove is produced by Terraformer Media in association with the TFAU players and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion advised. Hi, this is Tanya Milevich and I play Kara Shaw, the Devil Girl. Welcome to Orchid Grove. Population 1027. A lot of people, huh? It's a town full of secrets, a town full of questions. A town where those questions can't be answered. Last time on Orchid Grove. We have had some interesting rumors floating into the station tonight. We have heard that the Devil Girl has returned to Orchid Grove. It's been 12 years since Mom died, and 10 years since I left this place that I once called home. I would have been happy never to return, but then Dad had to go and croak on me, leaving me to sort out his damn funeral and all his other shit. Nothing like a loving hometown welcome. The old uh, kit and caboodle has already been covered. What do you mean covered? My father had no money. No, an anonymous uh, benefactor paid in full and in cash, actually. (coughs) What the actual fuck? Someone ransacked this place. What the hell did they expect to find? My dad's hidden away millions? Cause, cause newsflash, he's broke ass. We have here. What is this? Hello, sweetheart. What the if you're hearing is this, this, then I am most likely dead. I know you have questions, and I wish I was there to give you the answers, but it is paramount that you heed these words and heed them post haste. When it comes to Orchid Grove, don't trust anyone because one of those old familiar faces is the face of my killer. Well, folks, it's that time in the morning again for Uncle Jack to bid adieu. I can already see your early morning sleeping pill walking into the building as we speak. So before Dr. Boring Rust sits on your fine faces and takes a giant poopy all over the airwaves, mouth, neck, and chest, let's play out with this fine little ditty. See you tonight if you survive the next few hours listening about boils and crotch rot. You are so gonna get busted for that. Yeah, we're not 
Why what concern? What the fuck was that, Jack? That's just friendly banter. Friendly banter, my ass. You hate the fact I have a bigger audience than you, don't you? <laughs> Blow me, bitch. Well, Jack, you'd have to get it up first now, wouldn't you? And I will just pick that up. I shouldn't have heard any of that. Shut up, Ned. Shut that infernal racket off, Clyde. Clean that mess up, too. Jeez, Clyde, you should have joined the FBI. You would have really put the special in special agent. Now, now, Chief. No need. Yeah. Any calls this morning, MB? Just from Jean Pride. Ah, oh, shit. Let me guess. She witnessed more lights in the woods. You got it. Ugh, since old Bob passed away, she's been kookier than ever. Clyde, my boy, you are up. Go visit with Crazy Jean and put her mind to rest. How would you suppose I do that, Chief? Shit, just use your imagination, kid. In fact, no, don't. Just tell her you'll check it out. Then what? Then you check it out. And you say this isn't special behavior, MB? I didn't say it wasn't, Chief. Just no need to point the fact out every time. Was it something I said? Uh, how's the perp? Probably awake now. Yep. Have been since you clowns came in this morning. So, are you going to play nice with the Souths, or do I need to drop you off at the edge of town and send you packing? Well, oh, I'll play nice, officer. I'll play real, real nice. Does that sound friendly to you, MB? Hard to tell with that accent. Eh, good enough for me. Get to your feet, laddie. Oh, on your way out, be wary of what actions you take next. Again, was it something I said? Yeah, all that is planned. I know the layout and much of the hit cops is in their pocket. This town will not know what fucking hit it, bro. Two or three, take it. Take it in the pain. Just like Dad taught us. The doctor is in. The doctor is in. The doctor is in. The doctor is in. Well, Orchid Grove, the doctor is in. What seems to be the problem today? The lines are open and, oh, it looks like we have a caller already. Okay, Paul from Eastfields, what is your problem? Yeah, uh, I was wondering why you're such a cut. Well, it looks like Paul got cut off there. What a shame. Well, Orchid Grove, as I said, the doctor is in. What is the problem today? Our second caller is Janet from... Hun, have you seen any of my black socks? You'll have to wear another color. All your black socks are in the wash. Now, I can't exactly wear white or red when visiting with a bereaved parishioner. Now, can I? Really? I don't know why not. Well, it's not very professional, nor is it very appropriate, my dear. I wouldn't expect you to understand. Understand. Maybe... Mm, Maybe the wrong choice of words. You think? We're white socks, red socks, 
pink socks, no socks. I don't give a flying fuck. You understand that? You giant cockasaurus. Okay, what it is then? Here you go. Cup of coffee to start your day. So, who did you annoy this time, James? It wasn't like that. Sure, sure. It wasn't Dale again, was it? Ah, I, I, I fell. Ah, onto someone's fist by the looks of it. How long will the pancakes be again? No more than a hiss in a pan, James. No more than a hiss in a pan. Okay, good. We wouldn't want the owner of that fist you fell onto to walk in before you had the pleasure of tasting him now, would we? Any chance of actual service around here? Not with that attitude. Maybe you meant to say, could I please have pancakes, waffles, toast, or whatever you're after, rather than demanding attention like a spoiled child? I'm pretty sure I said it the way I wanted to. Coffee, hash browns, bacon, toast, eggs, over easy, and some OJ. Please. Coming right up. Thank you kindly. Here we check. Dylan, my man. Shouldn't you be somewhere more important right now? Your dad switched me out for the new guy. I guess I'm still not trusted. Hey, you are one of my guys. And my father will just have to get used to the idea that I brought you in. So what do you want me to do? Switch it up with Chris. I need you on that deal. Not some new guy I didn't vet. Anyway, he's just muscle. And I have a job for a muscle man today. Made some bum messing around at the club last night. I want to make sure he leaves town today. For good. Here you go. Enjoy. I'm sure I will. You don't have time for that, Dylan. Cut off Chris before he fucks up my deal with the cartel. I'm on my way. And Dill. Yes, boss. <clears throat> mm. Mm. Don't question my father in front of me ever again. Or I'll slice your slanderous tongue out of that head of yours and hand it to him as a present. Sure, boss. You got it. Any chance of more toast over here? Manners wouldn't go on mess. <laughs> well, you used to really be scared here. Johnny! You're still afraid. Stop it now, I mean it. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Stop it! You're ignorant! They're coming for you, Barbara. The wild look in his face! Oh. I can't understand why you have this terrible fear of animals in you. What is it? When I was a little baby, I was scared by my piggy bank. Oh, that's nonsense. You, you want to hear something worse? What? I was 15 years old before I ate my first animal cracker. This week on Terraformer TV. Zach Beggins beckons. Zach joins Drew as they investigate the biggest question in the paranormal world. It's Kellyanne Conway's vagina haunted. I got no sleep last night. But how the hell would you after hearing that message? Just played it over and over again. First on the old tape player and then in my mind as I laid there in the dark. Could my father be telling the truth? Did someone from Orchid Grove kill him? Why would they? What possible motive? 
Hello, sweetheart. If you're hearing this, then I am most likely dead. I know you have questions, and I wish I was there to give you the answers, but it is paramount that you heed these words and heed them post-haste. When it comes to Orchid Grove, don't trust anyone because one of those old familiar faces is the face of my killer. I love you, sweetheart. I need answers. But I won't find them sitting here wallowing in self-doubt that somehow I am responsible for what happened in the woods all those years ago. They couldn't be connected. Could it? Could it? <laughs> here come the men in the white coats, Kara. Ready to take you away, haha. <laughs> Ready to take you away <laughs> oh, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. Hi, Kara. Mr. Monroe, what are you doing here? And I'm gonna go off the grid for a while so I can see Dylan's teacher about the incident. As worried as it makes me say it, uh, anything that comes up, give it to Clyde to handle. Roger, Chief. You sure that's wise? Hey, I'm sitting right here, guys. <laughs> Over and out. Can we help you, sir? Mr. South sent me over to find out what happened with that Scotsman from the club last night. Did he now? So... So what? So what did you find out about him? I don't see how that is any of your business, young man. Me neither. Look, we all know how this town works. So just fork over what I want, and I'll be on my way without Mr. South having come down here himself. Hmm. I think what this... Chris. What this Chris was meaning was he doesn't want to have to go back to his boss and tell him that he failed in extorting information about a stranger in the town from the secretary and junior officer while the chief was away. Hmm. Is that what you meant, Chris? Enough with your BS. Where is the chief? Off the grid on a personal errand. But you would get the same response from him. You sure about that? So it's been two weeks since and I hear Caleb has been cleaning up at Cornerstones for his punishment. Is that right, Miss Williams? Yes, laddie. Mr. Stone graciously let me send my little muppet over there to open up the shop five days a week and four nights a week to help him close up. What about young Samuel, Mr. Fleet? What has he been doing as punishment? Well, he's had no Xbox for two weeks, no Netflix... No going out to see friends, just stuck at home with his mother trying to learn what he should be learning in a classroom. You feel that this is the kind of punishment that fits his crime? Well, they got Xbox and Netflix in prison, so I feel it's fairly harsh. <coughs> well, quite. I myself don't feel that. That is harsh enough for what he did. 
After all, they caused hundreds of dollars worth of damages. Well, as chief of police, I can assure you that these are two minors with no previous convictions. You'd be looking at a maximum of a few hours community service. It sounds like Caleb has already done that, and in my opinion, being put behind the rest of the class by two weeks of no education is overkill. After causing hundreds of- Hundreds of dollars of which I have paid out of my own pocket, so how I choose to punish my child is none of your fucking business. I think the boys know what they did was wrong, and they are both ready to come back to school before they fall too far behind and have to repeat the year. That may be, Ms. Williams, but I do not feel that they have repented enough, and repeating the year may be the best way to teach them a valuable lesson. Well, I guess I'll be taking this up with the head of the board when I see it on Sunday for our weekly luncheon. That kind of attitude is unnecessary. Well, it sounds like we're done here. I have a town full of people to protect, and Dot here has a town full of people to feed, so here is how this is going to play out. Our sons will be back sitting behind their desk tomorrow morning, and all is forgiven. You treat them like every other student. You show them no malice. I would. You show them no ill will, and we won't have a problem. And I won't need to mention this on Sunday. Fine. Uh, fine. Uh, they can come back tomorrow, but they better not take one step out of line when they do. Oh, they won't if they know what's good for their behinds. So, so you boys are back to school tomorrow. Oh, man. That's the spirit. I was sorry to hear about your father, Kara. He was a good man. Had you two remained close? Not as much as I would have liked. He became quite distanced with people after you... after you left. I wouldn't know. He never contacted me after, so... How did you learn about his passing, if you don't mind me asking? I was sent an email with the obit from the Chronicle attached. Who found him? I think it was Dr. Joe. I'd heard he had been having heart problems and she had made frequent visits to this place. So did you stop by to give your condolences? Was there something else you wanted to discuss, Mr. Monroe? Call me James, Kara. I wanted to stop by to see how you were holding up. Strange. You never... uh contacted me before to see how I was holding up after being extradited from my home. Kara, I didn't know where you were or how to contact you. None of us did. Your father closed himself off and only really stayed in contact with a few folks around here. Which ones? Dot Williams. Dr. Joe, like I said. That nut that runs the Chronicle. Carl Thompson. Yeah. That's him. What the hell did they have in common? My father thought he was a moron last I knew. Then again, what do I know? I have no idea, kid. What are your plans for after the funeral? Are you going back home or sticking around for a bit? Oh, trying to get rid of me, Jim, huh? No, not at all. I was just wondering if you had to get back to your new life. Well, I... I have to take this. Hey, you. Hi, baby. I can't talk for long. I have company, but it's so good to hear your voice. How are you? How's it to be back? Who's the company? Dealing. 
positively horrible and an old friend of my dad's. Or at least I think he's an old friend. What does that mean? I wish I could be there, but Jameson has me on the Griffin case. No, oh, no, no, that's okay. It's just a funeral. It's fine. I'll just be here for a few days and then I'll be back home. You better be because I have some plans in place. Oh, yeah? <laughs> plans like what? Top secret plans that involve us being in close proximity to each other. <laughs> oh, yeah? Sounds good. Hey, I have to go now, Hunter. I love you. I love you too. Are you sure you're alright? Fucking Rosie. I love you. I love you too. Where is it? Where is it? Fuck. Fuck. Fuck! Yes! No. No. Shush. Go away. Balls. Carl Thompson, Editor-in-Chief, Chronicle. Shoot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Sounds interesting. I will look into that right away. Bye. What of the highest order? Now, where was I? Look, we need to be smart about this. I say we strike no, we'll live off guard. <laughs> and that right there is why Dad always put me in charge. Boys, 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 come on. Don't get your knickers in a twist, we can work out an angle that lets you both keep your toys in the pram. Connie, fucking watch it. Tavish, you may be my brother, but you should hold your fucking tongue around my wife if you know what's oh, good darling, for you. Oh darling, I don't need you to fight my battles. I can slit this cunt's throat and he sleep any time I want. You! You! Well, what do we have here? Three bickering Scottish idiots. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I have a message from Mr. South for you. We'll spit it out then. Leave town willingly by dusk, or leave town in a body bag. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> you think you can threaten us? You, a burly man with a bum-fluff beard and no hair in your nads, thinks he can threaten us? This comes straight from Mr. South. Do you know who he fucking is? A dead man walking. Kinda like you. Hey, hey, I'm just the messenger. I'm just the messenger. I'm just the fucking messenger. Hey, hey! Well, kids, here's a message to take back to your Mr. South. This is our tough. We are the Campbells. And your time is up. Episode 2 of Orchid Grove starred Tanya Milosevic as Kara Shaw, Dave Mareska as Dale South, Ken Lloyd as Uncle Jack, 
Janjo Roberts as Chief Fleet, Stephanie McDonnell as Dot Williams, Blaine Kerr as James Monroe, Ari Safuentes as Caleb Williams, Natani Shah as Samuel Fleet, Lynn Brunette as Dr. Joe, Elise Crowett as Mary Beth Stone, Eric Barch as Clyde, Nathan Comstock as Chris, Gareth Severn as Principal Baxter, Michael Souza as Dylan Trebek, Ashley Saunders as Elaine Jessup, Steve Hanish as Father Jessup, James Lundy as Tavish Campbell, Lorna Kennedy as Connie Campbell, CJ Haviland as Hunter Murphy, Chris Bratton as Carl Thompson, Dominic Scalpini as Little Ned, and Drew Carson as Connor Campbell. Episode 2 of Orchid Grove also features the music of The Impossibles. You can find links to their music and merchandise by visiting www.terrafirma.net. That is www.terrafirma.net.